It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Can you feel the power? Can you feel the power? Feel the power of Devil Exile. Hey, 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 my name is Davis and I'm from Haiti, but I live in Dominican Republic. I'm here, Positive Power 21, Jerry Walsh Live, Worldwide. That's right, you tell him, little buddy, you're listening to Late Night. Late Night with Jerry Walsh Live, Worldwide, and the beautiful Kimmy Kim out of St. Louis. Welcome, family. Thank you for joining us. We got a great show for you tonight. We always do. We're on the Late Night Radio Show. We hope you guys had a great weekend. I know um, the Grammys broadcast last night, and also the Pro Bowl. <laughs> what do you guys think of the Pro Bowl being a, a flag football game? That was interesting, <laughs> very interesting. So we're gonna we got a great guest tonight. Speaking of uh, music, we got Larry Larry D. A.K. Larry Dotson is here. You guys may know that name. Man, I, I just watched him on Soul Train. That's right. He was on Soul Train. That was my show. That was a lot of a of us best show because that's where you got all your music. That's right. We, we didn't have no YouTube back then. So you had to wait till Saturday, a whole week. And they didn't. I don't even think it had a replay unless you was in the DMV and you happened to pick up Baltimore and Washington channels. You may have locked up and saw it twice. But that's the way it was back in, the, I guess, the seventies and eighties. <laughs> so you, that mean you was forced to buy tickets to see your favorite groups. You didn't care what the price was. You had to see your favorite group. That's right. So you had their posters on the wall. You collected all that that LPs and 45s. Man, that was a good old days. I don't care what people say. I know it's kind of fun now, too, but I had a lot more fun back then. Let's ask Kimmy Kim how much fun she had back in the day. What's up, Kimmy Kim? How you feel? Why are you talking about Soul Train? I used to love my Soul Train. <laughs> I know, man. Don't man, man. I wanted a, I wanted a show like that so bad. Mm. The Soul Train line, and then people just having a good time dancing. Yeah, the you culture, know? yeah. Good music, you know. I know the music was crazy. Make a show like that. I think people will uh, support that. I know. Well. I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard now. You know, the world's kind of unpredictable right now. Because I've been true. hearing people talking about they think uh, we once uh, you know everybody let the guards down, we're gonna get hit again <laughs> by C twenty, <laughs> something like that. Well, you see what happened with the Chinese trying to put balloons up in the sky. <laughs> yeah, they want to see. Yeah, they want to see what's going on for America. <laughs> How we living? Right. Yeah, they said they're they, your business. Yeah, you know? they said they living. They don't care. They don't have no mask on. And, Twenty six percent of the people vaccinated. They said, "Hey, we we could do that." <laughs> yeah, they want to know what's going on. They don't believe our TV because we got false media. What, what, what did uh, yeah. number forty five say? A hundred times is fake media. <laughs> I 
oh, I, I always believe fake media too. Oh, yeah, yeah, they manufacture. But I was in Missouri. I didn't see a, I didn't see a balloon in the sky. But they said it was in uh, Missouri. I didn't see, see it. That's the thing, man. You never know. People could make stuff up, man. It could have been um, some kid releases balloon from a party or something. Who knows? <laughs> could have been a. <laughs> I was like, and they said it was the size of four. Um, school buses. I was like, wow. Yeah. Then they said they, they knocked it down, shot it down too. That's yeah. crazy. So, what kind of what kind of right. weapons do you shoot a balloon down with? Machine gun bullets or or a grenade launcher or something? Rocket launcher. I know the Air Force took care of it, but yeah, how I did, just thought yeah, that was weird. How did they take it down? I don't know. That's um, crazy. I didn't. I I know. Um, I'm. I still don't believe in the hype. I'm yeah. like. Public enemy said uh, the best back in the day. It's don't believe the hype. Don't know? believe the hype. Don't, I know. Don't, don't believe the hype. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'd be good. I mean, everybody, I say just manifest your own life. Have some fun. Don't get upset about what's going on. You can't control it. Just live your life in the fullness. You don't want to be on your hospital bed and say, oh, man, I wish I would have done that. I wish I would have done that. And I'm going to tell you, speaking of all of that, you know, I always wanted to, I mean, I, w- I was really influenced by TV. And, um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, of course, Soul Train, I was influenced by that because I always was looking forward to, the, you know, our favorite funk groups coming on. And that's what Larian was, but, you know, he was about the funk. And um, so it's like you look forward, just like last night, I really thought Beyonce was going to perform. So I guess she's saving all that for her tour. But Yeah, I'm I re- not spending those $600 seeing them, but Beyonce. I know, I, know, I heard it's, it's kind out crazy. Yeah, you oh, crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of rich people floating around right now, though. A lot of rich people. Yeah, they can go. Yeah, but just, but just think go. about it. Um, you know, we was influenced by TV a lot, you know, back in those days. Even up through the 90s, you know, like when Miami Vice influenced the culture with the, with the you know, the outfits coming out of Miami. You know, I mean, we, we never That's even true. thought we were going to ever dress like that, you know, wearing floral colors and stuff, you know. Past, what do they call it? Pastel? Something like that? Yeah, and then yeah. covering your nipples with, you know, decorations, yeah. Yeah, so who would have known, you know, that fashion and then the cars, you know, the really expensive foreign cars made its way into our neighborhoods, you know, people driving BMWs and Mercedes because TV yeah. influenced your decisions when you do stuff. So for me, I, I grew up on a lot of TV, and mostly all we really could get was, you know, Sesame Street, Mr. Rogers and all of them. So I always wanted right. to be a puppet master. I always wanted to be a puppet master. And so my dream came true. And so this year, I've been nominated for three awards. Three awards Yay, out of New York City. Congratulations. Yeah, coming out of New York. And hopefully I'll be able to make both awards. Um, I'm just so excited. I got a, I got a call from um, one of the musicians that used to play for Cameo. Uh, he's He actually helped us with our music. And so we uh, we talked about that today, uh, you know, putting some more music videos out there for the kids. So we really excited, you know. So, um, anyway. Well, you deserve it. Thank you. You really thank deserve you. it. Yeah. Thank you. You're Kim. amazing. Yep. Enjoying, just trying to live life in the fullness, man. Fully. Try to do our thing. You know, in a sense, we can't control what the government do, and we, and we can't control what uh, the police do. All we can do is just control what we can control. So, you know, so exactly. dream your dream. Live your dreams, y'all. That's all I can say. Leave your, live your dreams. Use the what best you, got. you. That's right. Yep. Use what you got. All right, well, look, Lion kept dropping in and out of Cuba. I think he's back now, so he's here. Let's say hello before Kimmy Kim conduct her interview with him. What's up, Mr. Larry D? Welcome to Late Night, sir. How you doing? 
I am absolutely great. How are you guys doing? Good, good, good. I'm doing good. Thank you, sir. I, I, I thought something was wrong. We kept saying muted, but so that was on your end. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good, yeah, man. yeah. That was on your end. We we had to keep you know, you know, keep you from laughing while we was talking. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we we glad to have you back. I know you you did some TV with us with uh, my journey. That was one of our favorite episodes. So we so glad to have you back today. Uh, of course, you've been interviewed by Kimmy Kim, not Miss Paula G this time, but I'm sure everybody's going to enjoy the interviews just as well. So look, I, I'm just saying, I'm just stopping by to say hello. So you guys have a great show, and I'm right here if you need me. Amen. All right, well, thank, thank you, Terry. And I just want to thank you, Jerry, once again for this opportunity. And my brother, Larry D., thank you so much for this fellowship time. How are you doing today? I'm absolutely great. Just uh, here winding up, uh, looking at some concerts I've got to play and talking to my road manager, making sure he's on point so I can be on point. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a good thing to have someone to help you. I really believe team is... A teamwork is the dream work. Isn't that amazing? Well, teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> exactly. So I've, I've been, I'm so impressed about your um, music and your bio. And before we begin this wonderful uh, conversation, can you tell the listeners who is Larry D? I am the original lead singer, the original voice of the legendary, iconic Bar Cave. Oh wow! Yeah, for almost fifty years, center stage with a with an amazing band, and uh, uh, twenty seven twenty nineteen. So I retired, and I took seven months, and I uh, James and I found somebody to take my place. Uh, you know, it, it was uh, nothing wrong. Absolutely, I, I, as a matter of fact, I wasn't in bad health. Or anything, but I, I've been married to a wonderful woman for 52 years, and we just decided we were just going to slow it down. But I could not take sitting at home, so after about a year and a half, I decided to come out of the hiatus and uh, just just embark on a solo career. I let the kids stay and let them stay on the road uh, to take my place, and uh, I thought it, you know, it was just something different for me. We started a new record label, and I got very, very lucky with a... Great album called Yours Truly, Larry D. And uh, I've birthed three singles from it. And I'm on tour now. And I travel now as Larry D., the original lead singer of the Barcades. And uh, hey, it's amazing. Wow. Absolutely. I bet, you have, I bet you have some amazing stories to share, don't you? Like with different artists that you probably perform with and been in, in this music industry for so long, and you're still having a great time. Wow. Came out of retirement. Oh. I, I, I mean, <laughs> wow. I, 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 I was an author, and I still am, and then I do speaking engagements. And, uh, you know, for over 20 years, uh, I have a booking agency that's run by myself and my son and my wife. It's called La Marie's Entertainment. So, I, you know, all these years, since 1999, I'm one of the premier booking agencies out there. We run that. So I've done a lot of different things all along the way, even, you know, being the lead singer of the Barcades. I've, I've produced other acts, and uh, I've done a lot of things. I've had to wear a lot of hats, but it takes all that to keep my world going, though, you know. 
Well, apparently you you have what it takes because it seems like that people come to you for advice because of your um, experience in the music industry and seeing young people who are looking up to you to want to become an artist. What are some of the advice that you give them? They keep a day job. <laughs> oh, I like that. You keep it real. Keep a day job. Okay, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you know, no, in all honesty, for those who are aspiring to be uh, in this business we call the music business, I would say keep smart people around you, learn as much about this business as you can, and please, please, for, for whatever, for heaven's sake, please give this thing some time, you know. Because this is a it's 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 a it's a cruel business because especially nowadays you know and I've run James and I we ran the barcades and we had a record label at the same time we had seven or eight acts on the label and we've done a lot of different things along the way uh, we've managed ourselves most of the time you know in the early years we had managers but we managed ourselves along with our attorneys so yeah we've. Um, for aspiring artists, I'm gonna tell you something. I have this this thing. I say it's hard to get tripped up if you stay on your knees. <laughs> keep oh God wow! I like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You keep God first in your life and have a true, true yearning for this business because you can easily turn into what they call the flavor of the day. We, you know, we still have a very, very fruitful career based off of records we were we wrote and recorded 40 years ago. You know. Because we just tried real hard. We've done thirty albums together, you know. Wow. Because you got that you got that that meat music, you know, that music that has soul and has a lot of, you know, love and good music. You don't find that as often now because of uh, you know, the standards are different. And so um, just knowing that you song with the Barquets, I mean, wow, I heard of them. So what are some of the um, memories that you have with your group? Uh, you know, may, probably one of the fondest memories. I have a bunch of memories, though, but I'm maybe sure. one, of, one of the fondest memories I have, uh, when we, we, we stayed at Stax Records for a long time, and we were the house band there, which uh, we, we recorded. It was Isaac Hayes, five albums with him, you know, just... Rufus Thomas, Johnny Taylor, the emotions. Mm, uh, emotions, wow. When we when stacks closed, we went we got a multi million dollar deal with, with Mercury Records and we always had a saying that one day we uh we were going from a little club called the Family Fair to Madison Square and as time went <laughs> on we got uh, we were playing Madison Square Gardens one night, and our and our record label interrupted the concert, and they awarded us our first gold album in Madison wow. Square. We had kidded ourselves about that for years, and as God would have it, it came to fruition, and that was one, just a, an iconic moment that, that I'll always remember. And another real interesting moment was me spending a month with my mentor and the guy who I just like. Thought the sun rose and shined on every day. That was Sly Stone. I got a chance mm. a solid month. He and I worked together in New York, and that was a really good. Uh, that was a really good time for me because you know you have guys who you look up to, and and uh, yes. 
your mentors and you want to emulate and to be able to work and write with them and record actually and become good friends is is uh is a dream come true. That was just those a couple of things that were to stand out in my career, you know. Uh, now I'm in Memphis, Tennessee. I have a street name oh. now. And I have two doctorates from two different colleges. Uh, if you walk down Bill Street, you'll walk over my name because I have a star on Bill Street. Uh, we were inducted into the R&B Hall of Fame. We we're here inducted into the Memphis Music uh, Rock Hall of Fame here. So we got a lot of stuff to be really proud of. We we have our, part of our outfits are in the um, we're in the, of course we in the Stax Museum and we're in that museum in Nashville, but in the um, we have parts of our our, our uh, outfits uh, all over the world and all the, just just Smithsonian has it, you know. So wow. I mean, I'm talking to an icon. I feel like, ooh, I'm listening. I'm taking on notes. I mean, just to see your humble spirit, to hear it, and then hearing also the the uh, excitement that you have about not only music but helping others, um, showing people what it takes to um, to you know maintaining this music because it's a it's a really um, very competitive. Um, um, profession and for you to still be needed in this music industry is amazing. You've been married for fifty years and you're still oh wow it it had to be you know meant for you to do music it had to be because I mean for you to have accomplished all of these things and still maintain your family that's amazing. You know that's prob probably one of the reasons why I've been able to. Uh, stay in this business for so long. I, I've been married. It's 52 years exactly, but married to a wonderful woman who has kept me grounded. And family life uh, is a big part of my DNA. And giving back through our different foundations, and we have a scholarship foundation that there uh, we have, we support HBCU colleges immensely. And here in Memphis. There's a HBCU called Lemoyne on. We for the last 12 or 13 years, we've assisted three to five kids to go to school every year. Oh, that's such a giving heart, and that's why you are being blessed. Because I tell people that when you give it all away and keep your hands open, God will um, double folds. And I thank you so much for showing. Uh, what gratitude really means because you really don't have to do this. You do it because you love to. You are amazing. Thank you so much for all that you have done and concerts. What are some of the places you have been? I'm, I'm sure you've been around the world. There's not there's not too many places I haven't been, but you know what? Um, we've never had a chance to play Africa. We've played all over the world and probably uh-huh. all States in the United States at one time or another, you know, over these fifty years. But I, I um, now I'm just really kind of blessed to be able to work just uh, only kind of when I want to. Uh, mm-hmm. I really have to, and I don't get a chance to brag very much because I'm a real humble guy. I don't really talk about accomplishments. You've got more out of me in the last ten minutes than probably most people. <laughs> I'm listening to you. I'm like, wow, keep on talking. I I mean, I just love the fact that you are so real. You know, you meet people 
who have really made major accomplishments in their music or in their careers and they brag about themselves. I have not heard not one time you say the I word. You're talking about giving back, how thankful you are, um, giving back, giving people advice. That's amazing. That's, that's how you know you have true success because it's not about you, but it's all about, of course, you want to have fun and be successful, but sure. you're giving back. So HBCs, I mean, you don't hear about news like this, and that's amazing. Yeah, well, it's just it's part of who I am. You know, I, I don't, I'm not an I person. I mean, it's very, very boring. I don't do anything alone. I just, <laughs> everything we have, we have family business. We just started our own Dotson Foundation, which is the second uh, foundation that we've been involved in. We have the Barcase Foundation, but just, we've got, we've started our Dotson Foundation, which is my personal family just uh this week so and i'm and our mission is really to help those who can't help themselves and it's no other feeling for me that's more rewarding than seeing the smile on somebody's face when you've helped somebody you know and we are blessed that we may be blessed others that's all it is that's all it is i tell people all we got is us all we got is us that's all we yes 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 and uh I know what you're doing when you're not making money. I mean, you're making music. You're making other people's dream come, dream comes, come true because I was going to ask you, what do you do when you're not making music? You're <laughs> doing charity work. <laughs> I, I do, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I tell you what I do. I, I love to fish. You know, we fish, we charter, okay. we go out into the Gulf, and we, uh, you know, and still it's not just me. But I, I take my family and I take the guys out with me, you know, I don't do anything alone, man. I'm just I'm just not that kind of a person. I like to share stuff, you know. I just had my second seventy second birthday and I took my uh took my wife to Las Vegas and we spent my birthday in Las Vegas for about a week and uh had a great time. Wow. That is so amazing. Uh, and <laughs> you're showing you're showing what it looks like to retire and, and still travel and have fun and enjoy life because we only have one life and live it to the fullest. But of course you want to live it with humbleness and putting God first in your family and helping those and things of that sort. So you are definitely displaying what it means to, you know, live life to the fullest. That's amazing. Bark, I, I heard of you. My, my mom and dad listened to your music growing up and I, I would uh, sometimes listen to you on an eight track. Huh? <laughs> you made 30 albums, somebody's listened to you. <laughs> yeah, yes, 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 yes. Well, I heard of you. <laughs> I was like, whoa, this is a huge one. But um, I thank you so much for your time. But what what are some of the things that you um, have to go through to get to where you are now? What kind of sacrifices did you make or? Well, you uh, know, it's been a lot of time. We Before we really became, you know, popular uh, in in terms of the original Barquets were killed in a plane crash with the exception of guys with the plane crash that took Otis Redding's life. The kids were in high school and Otis saw them after a concert and he when he heard them play he wanted to take them on you know on the road and let them be his band but they were in high school but listen, so the very first record that the Barcades ever recorded was a song called Soul Finger, which was a million seller. 
that was the first record they ever recorded, an instrumental group, and they didn't have a singer. So, you know, until I joined in 1970, they were an instrumental band. They didn't, even, they didn't sing at all, you know. So I was able to breathe life into the band and sort of give it um, a new identity and be the voice of the Barcades. And I've been the only singer the band ever had, you know, since 1970. And this is wow. what... Yes, it's been an amazing career. Wow. Isn't that something how God gives you exactly what you need? They had the music. They just needed that one last piece, and that was you, Larry D. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's delightful for you to have time to talk, take time for me to come on and talk. And uh, it's delightful chatting with you. It's been delightful, too. So what do you see, how do you compare the music today versus uh, when you first started? Do you see anything that is lacking or is it progressing or how do you feel about the music industry? No, I, I, you know, man, my heart pours out because when you've done music as long as I have and been around guys like Otis Redding and Isaac Hayes and Johnny Taylor and Wilson Pickett Mm -hmm. and Sam and Dave, guys who wrote songs that today still they have them in in, uh, theaters and and, then film in opposed to some of the music that's out today. It's it's very shallow. A lot of music is very shallow now. And, and 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 might I say that when you write a song like Walk On By, that, that that's a song that will enable you to have generational wealth. You know, ain't nobody gonna re record back that ass up. I'm sorry. It's just it's not gonna happen. You know, I'm saying and and not 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 to take anything away from rap music, but it's you gotta be careful, you know, uh when you when you sit down to write right from your heart, you know. And it will it will bring you generational wealth if you write the right kind of songs and do the right kind of music. And some of the stuff that I think the kids are getting into now, they're so anxious to be popular, they end up being flavor of the day. And the record labels aren't obligated anymore. They all they want is just somebody to sell music and, for lack of a better word, whore or act around, you know. And back when we were coming up, uh, the record labels were really interested in your career. That's not happening anymore. These record labels don't care about anything now. They're just trying to make a dollar, you know. And uh, and that's one of the reasons why we decided to start our own record labels and have been our own bosses most of our lives. We call out mm. our, our own shots. And I see that because you see some artists here today and gone tomorrow, whereas you see still hear about the temptations, you hear about mm-hmm. the Barclays and Smokey Robinson. You still hear some of that music as of today because of the substance behind it. It was real, genuine music and you are so true about that because now you don't know who to really um listen to because of the inappropriate languages or maybe the music aren't as great. But how do you know when you're when you are making music that you have a hit, what are the signs of a good hit song? Well, when you let me tell you something, nobody really, really knows. You know, of course, everybody goes into the studio to record. They hope and wish their 
they're making the right record, but there are some signs. When you find that yourself singing the song over and over again and you can't sleep, it's infectious, uh, that that's a good sign, but um, you kind of never know. You know, you, you go in to, to record and make the best record that you can, but there are signs when it's when the song gets in your soul and you can't get it out of your mind and it's it it, it overtakes you then that that's a good sign that you own to something you know mm. <laughs> but I take really honest to God you really never know you really never know because there are some forces out there that can stop a really good record from being ever heard you know. I always say the best record that I have is still inside of me. I don't think I've made the best record I could make. Wow. I, I don't. And I, I made a lot of music, man. You know, I, I, I Googled myself one night just sitting up, and I was amazed at how much music I've really been associated with. But I, I, I honestly believe that the best song is still inside of Larry D. I have yet so to So we write. got more music coming then. Yay! <laughs> I, that's that's what yeah, that, I keep chasing that I keep chasing that ultimate record right yeah you're right keeps me that's what got me out of retirement man I miss it so very much and people were, were bothering me you know we had uh-huh. lost the funky guys you know Prince had died and then mm. Clinton with Sugarfoot had died George Clinton had retired and Rick James was my my dear friends that was gone and it was the Funketeers were gone and I said, Man, let me get up out of here and go make some, some more funky music, you know. People were really bothering me about retirement. They really did. And I was flattered at that, you know. I was really it, it, it's um uh, to be missed from by your peers from your when you're doing your craft, it, it's uh mm-hmm. it's really kind and it's really rewarding. That's awesome. What do you play instruments as well? I play a little piano, just enough to kind of let me write. And I, oh, I, play, I can see, I can see that too. <laughs> you bobbing your head as you're thinking about a song, yeah, and writing the notes. I can see that. <laughs> yeah, and I taught myself I can't read a lick, but you know, I I, was, I got tired of having these uh, late over in the morning ideas and nobody to, to put the music to. So I started picking it out myself. I play a little bit of guitar. Matter of fact, I play a little bit on stage sometimes, you know, if I feel, really feel like it. You know, uh-huh. not hell, you know, but I'm funky though. So you know when I'm up there, you know, you you can feel me when I'm up there. So you got that soul? I can see it. <laughs> I can't wait to hear the song that we're going to be playing. And you mentioned like uh, while you were touring, you juggle a family. How was that? I mean, on the road all the time, missing your wife and your son. What was that like? Asthma makes the heart grow fonder. Haven't you heard that before? Well, it must be because you're 52 years in the marriage, so <laughs> you know it's like still dating. <laughs> my housekeeper told me, she said, "Don't worry about." It. She said, "The two most passionate times in marriages is when you're getting ready to leave, the anticipation of coming home uh, when you've been away, and coming back home. You know, those are two really uh, romantic moments." And to share those things, you can't do it unless you go away and come back, you know. So it it, it, it keeps the space away sometimes helps a marriage, you know. That's Not that you want girl. to do it, but uh, it, it does help, you know. It really does help. And and I and, and like I said, I've been and getting it, and getting it the right person in your life 
is more important than anything. I just was very, very lucky to have a wonderful wife. That's beautiful to hear. And tell me more about your book before we um, leave, because I would love to uh, know, is it ready to be purchased? Are you working on it? No, no, no. I, 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 when I retired, I started writing my book, and, and I didn't have any idea I was going to do it. But my son, who kind of like is my partner, and uh, he handles uh, the marketing, and he works for the, my uh, – he, 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 and he and I share the record label together, and also he does all the marketing for me, and he handles my day-to-day stuff. But he, I was about to tell you that – we used to sit at the table and plan out my week, and he would handle my schedule. And I would tell him all these wonderful stories about when I was on the road doing dust and stuff. He said, Pop, you ought to write a book. I said, Man, I don't know anything about writing. but And I got to thinking about it, so I did. I started taking my notes. We found a very good um, a very good editor, and I started sending them my notes. And uh, her name was Sheila Bell. She had done a lot of published a lot of books herself. And and she said, Larry, your notes are so good. I don't need to redo anything. Just keep sending me notes. <laughs> and the only thing she told me, she said, okay, now that you start to write, she said, give me the good stuff. Give me the stuff that makes you say, ouch. And I started sending her really intimate things and really things I had never discussed with anybody. And the, and the book is called And the Band Plays On, but I wrote it in okay. real time, during the time. Okay getting ready to leave the group, but it's about my entire life. Before I joined the band, when I was in the Temperies, I started a group called the Temperies, the group that did dedicated to the one I love and had a lot of big love songs. I, I started Ooh, that group. Oh, I love that song. Ooh. Yep, yep, yep. I, I started that group in high school. and um, But the book is called And the Band Plays On, and we can't keep them. I, uh, I do book, book signings and... Uh, Q&A's about my book. Uh, all the time, I've got two this month. I'm doing one. I'm being honored in the Congress in uh, Arkansas, and I'm doing a book signing there this this uh, next Monday. And I'm doing a book signing also in the University of Alabama on the 23rd of this month. So uh, You I, can't go to Bama without uh, not inviting me. That's my town now. I'm a Bama uh, fan. Bro, tight all the way. Come on uh, now. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. So, uh, yeah, the book is it's all about my life, all the ups and downs, okay. the, the good and the bad. It's a really good read. We can't keep them. People read it, and they all call me back. They say, man, you really, really talked about your life. He said, how did you get the courage to say some of those things? Because there, there are quite a few things in the book that I had never shared with anybody. But my, but she, but my, my editor said, Give me the real stuff. Let let people really know who you are because if it was some bad stuff that was stuff you're not quite proud of, it, it turns into ministry because it shows people that you got through it. You were still able to be successful, but turned out to be a good human being. And people need that. You know, they don't need to be glossy. You don't need to write books about how glossy your life was. Tell them about the stuff that you that went wrong, you know. So you know why? It's good to see. It's good to see a person who had who who is successful as you to um you know to give us like the things that you have to go through to get here because people think that because you made it that it's easy but you have to go through some storms and some trials and tribulations to get the rose and now you know you could share and 
inspire those. And I would love to know where that book is located. Where can we find it? But you can get it on Amazon. You can get it. Uh, yeah, wherever wherever you get good books. You know, it's 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 okay. been on sale now for more than a year. Uh, and as I said, I, I, I we still sell a lot of them. It's called And the Band Plays That's On. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, what 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 do you like to eat? What's your favorite food? My favorite food. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, man. Ice cream, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so are you the type that at the end of the night you go get a bowl of ice cream and put every all uh, your work on top of it? <laughs> I'm not allowed to do it. You know, I have to watch my weight, so I have to sneak and do that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're doing fine. You're doing fine. But um, you're just so amazing. I mean, you're just this humble spirit. Um, Larry D. Uh, what is? How did you come up with that, Larry D? That's another uh, question I wanted to ask. How did that come about? Your name? Oh, that's an alter ego name that I've had. I've recorded uh, records, even when I was with the Marquez, under that name. Uh, I've recorded the name uh, under the name of Freaky D. Freaky D. Okay. So I, I don't know, you know, but when when I retired, I didn't want to be confusing when I decided to come back. So I said, I took a really big chance because, you know, most people know me as Larry Dotson. And I didn't want to, I said, let me just try to brand a new name, you know, just to see, just to put a challenge in front of myself. Uh, and it, it kind of bite me and bit me in the butt a little bit because they're like, who in the world is Larry D., you know? But 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 not so I so I put on I put the tag on it, the original listing of the barcades and they said oh okay that's Larry Dotson okay but I just I I just thought of that to brand a new name you know and um, it's it's work it took about two years to really get people to understand who I was you know actually I like the name <laughs> it's rebranding it's like Larry D you don't forget that name. Yeah, we, Larry's we, a common A, and D is a popular, you know, letter in the alphabet. So, <laughs> a good friend of mine is Charlie Wilson, and he told me, he said, "Unc," he said, "You gonna feel like you're starting all over again." You know, he said, "Why didn't you use Larry Dotson?" I said, "I don't know. I guess subconsciously I wanted to make it harder for myself, but uh, but I like I I like that. I like Larry D. You know." Kind of the mystique and trying to wonder who he is, but but putting the tag on it, the original thing of the Barcase or the original voice of the Barcase, that kind of that was the glue that kind of made everybody understand who I was. That's awesome. And so we are. I just wanted again to thank you so much for your time, and we're about to be um, ending this wonderful fellowshipping time. But my last question is, uh, what kind of legacy would you like to leave behind? Uh, as a guy who um, made a lot of good music and uh, didn't, uh, who always thought of himself last. I, I don't think, I, I'm always, that's kind of how I do, you know, in all my companies, I pay myself last. I pay everybody that works for me first. Wow. Uh, you know. Wow. Yeah. God gives wow. me God, God makes sure I have enough. Matter of fact, He makes sure I have too much sometimes. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good problem to have. Wow. Yeah. I can truly say it's been really an honor because 
you're telling me you you rather to see someone shine. I mean, I mean, of course you want to see yourself shine, but just to say you give it away first to those and then you pay yourself last. That says a lot about your character. It really does. It share it shows how you are really for the community. You are into sharing. You you give yourself um, away and to others, and then it comes back because it has to be. That's because that's trust. When you trust God, you know He'll supply you with all the things that you need. You know that's when true. He messes you up is when you the person gets all in your own way most of the time. Most of the troubles that we have as people, we we, we do it to ourselves, you know. That's the Amen. I believe that. I really believe that. When you start to understand that if you, you're, if you get blessed, it's only to bless others, that's trusting God, and he will supply your every need. He will give you all that you need and more. But you got to believe that. That's something you have to grow into the shoes you have to really learn to feel. That's, you know, it's it's difficult for some people and easier for others. But it works. Yeah. It, works. it does. It does work. And you sound like you know it for yourself. Oh, he says, um, the more you give, he gives us the basics. The more you give, the more you, you will receive. I, that's a simple truth that, saying. It is the truth. That's the basic. That's very basic because... When you are a giver, it's like it's a blessing to be a giver because you have to have things to give away. So apparently God has blessed you to have those things to give away. And so when you keep it to yourself, you're, I tell my daughter who I'm trying to mold before she goes to college, when you have your fist like balled up, God can't, you know, open. He can't give you anything when it's balled up. So give it away. Keep your fist open. Yeah. That's a, that's a very good point. That's a very good point. And that's a very good something to tell your kids and uh, a very good principle to live by. That's good Amen. stuff. Amen. So before we go, um, right. I, would li- I would like to say thank you for this opportunity. How can people reach out to you? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok, uh, the real Larry Dotson, uh, the real yeah, the real Larry Dotson, and uh, if, you, if you really want to go to my website, www.thelarrydotson.com, you can get my book. You can get a, you find out a way to get an autograph book. You can get my tour schedule, and find out everything. I'm on the radio on uh, on the station here in Memphis on Saturdays. I have a very good classic R&B radio show every Saturday. You can find about all the things that I'm into, everything that I do www.thelarrydotson.com. That's a very good place to go to to find out all the things that are going on in my life. Amen. My whole, whole so world, my whole world is on Facebook, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to definitely be following you on Facebook. And, uh, Derry, do you have anything else you would like to ask Mr. Larry D before we uh, play his wonderful song? I'm, oh just, I'm just so happy that Larry was, was able to share these, uh, these great stories and for one, because you hear horror stories all the time from 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 some of our legends, they, some of them not in here to even talk about their journey. And I just want to say thank you, Laurie, for many, many, many years of great music. You made a difference in my life as a as a DJ coming up. And um, 
Hey, man, was, you just put a smile on our face every Saturday when we saw you on Soul Train, man. <laughs> <laughs> you were on Soul Train. Oh, wow. I yeah. love you for Soul Train. Yeah. Yep. yep. And, and so that's how we knew we had had arrived when we when we, when we made the Soul Train. That was the mark. When you, yep. when you That's one way to know if you really, really made it when you appear on Soul Train. That was the grand <laughs> stage, the grand stage. So, Larry, so, Larry, so you, you had your group, you said, in Memphis? I, I, yeah, I've, I've always lived in Memphis. Okay. Because you know what's so interesting during that era, uh-huh. you know, like I guess like the 70s and the 80s, you started getting all these big groups coming out of out of, uh, out of of Cincinnati, coming out of uh, uh, the Bay Area, Washington, uh-huh. D.C., and Baltimore, you know. It was just uh, it was just so great, man, to see, and especially you know, because Soul Train were able to give you guys a grand stage for television, because that was the only place yeah. we really could see you guys till you started touring. But I know, man, that the journey had to be incredible, especially seeing the way it is now. So, speaking of where we are today, you you see the music we have today and the, and the platforms we have. So, do, did you appreciate your life then, or do you appreciate it better now? Uh, you know, you know what? That's a very good question. Um, I wouldn't trade anything for the years that I spent at Stax Record. Understand, man, we played on hundreds of millions of dollars of music. We were when Booker T and MGs got rich and stopped being available mm-hmm. to bag up all of the of the acts at Stax Record, the Otis Reddings and the Sam Days and the and the, and the um, all the uh, and just all of the guys that stacked that came out of there, we were the band that played on all that music. So to be around guys like Sam and Dave and Johnny Taylor and Rufus and Colin Thomas, Emotions and and uh, and Isaac Hayes and those guys, man, it was a really, really, really. There was no better school I could have been <laughs> in. Yeah, you man. Know? Y'all put a smile on everybody's face back then because remember during that time, you know, blacks were still trying to get theirs and music is what we really had, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep, it was. And see, at that time, it was only Stax and then there was Motown and then mm-hmm. there was Philly International. Those were the, the real big labels at that time. Yeah. So I was over at Stax, you know, in that grammar school and in that high school so I wouldn't trade anything. I'll tell you, my age has, and uh, I've had good people around me, and it has enabled me to, you know, just be okay through all of the years and have a hit record in every decade mm-hmm. for the last year. So that's really, really difficult, but that's very, very rewarding to be in that predicament. Not many acts have had as much music as we have. Yeah, We're sure. in an elite 50 group, maybe cool in the gang, the Spinners, the Temptations, Earthland and Fire mm. have been in. in the, uh, uh, I tell you, the, let me see. There's another one. Uh, I say the, the OJs yeah, have OJs. been over 50 years mm. and been in music successfully. We were the first band to ever play on what was called Soul Train. It wasn't called Soul Train during that time. It was. It was. Um, it was called something else in in Chicago. Ooh. Uh, the first band ever played it, and the OJs was the first group to ever uh, to to play on uh, Don Cornelius' show, yeah. and that was in, he started in Chicago. So we've been through a lot of first. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and, Madison and, Square Gardens. 
Yes. Mm. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We've seen a lot of things, you know. When Martin Luther King was killed here in Memphis, we were in the studio recording. Wow. 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 Yes. They locked us in the studio. We couldn't come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, scary times. Wow. It's been talking with you guys, man. Call me back sometime and I'll tell you some more of my cute stories. Okay? Hey, man. We got plenty of platforms for you, man. But thank you so much. Thank you for joining right. us here on Late Night. And um, we're going we're gonna, to uh, serve up your music to everybody, man, who's been waiting patiently. Here we go. Hey, man. Y'all be well. Amen. Thank you. You're listening to Joy Sly Worldwide Podcast. Girl, it's the weekend. And I can't wait to get back down to the joint. They got this cute young tender down there that's playing the harmonica. And he is off the chain. Baby, start to play. You 
feel the power? Can you feel the power? Feel the power of devil inside. And I'm from Haiti, but I'm living in Dominican Republic. I'm here, positive power 21. Jerry was live worldwide. Thank you for joining us right here on Late Night. Late Night with Jervis Live Worldwide and Kimmy Kim. We want to thank uh, Larry D for stopping by and sharing his journey. Don't forget, y'all, you can join us every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday starting at 7 p.m. and 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. and 10 p.m. for Late Night Podcast. That's right, right here on Positive Power. Double Excited Christian Media. So if you look for inspiration and motivation and encouragement, it's all here, y'all. Right here on this platform. You can catch us on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio, all your favorite. And don't forget you can catch us on the weekend channel, that's right, .tv. Just look for streaming podcasts. Take care, everybody. Have a great night. I'm Jerry Rose Live. I'm Worldwide. You're listening to Jerry Rose Live, Worldwide Podcast. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.